coming up on today's Locked On Golden Gophers. Minnesota basketball gets one player from the transfer portal and loses another as well. Liam Robbins is off to Vanderbilt. We'll talk about that, but also discuss more about Sean Sutherland, the Minnesota basketball latest commit to come in out of the portal. That's four now for Ben Johnson. And now that he has put together a little bit of a roster, we'll start to take a look at who may be in this starting five come next year. Of course, there's still a couple of more guys who will likely come in over the summer, too. That's all coming up right here, right now, as we continue with Locked On Golden Gophers here today. Welcome into the show, Nate Dickinson with you here. Locked On Golden Gophers every single weekday, updating you on everything you need to know with the Gophers every day, so you can stay up to date all the time. Happy Wednesday to everybody. Hope you're having a good one. I know I am. Coming up on today's program, Minnesota loses Liam Robbins but gets Sean Sutherland. Also, the Minnesota assistant coaches who have now officially signed on the dotted line talked to the media yesterday for the first time. We'll talk about what they had to say in front of the press and a little bit of their philosophies. A lot of Dave Thorson talk coming up as the Minnesota high school legend takes to the Gophers coaching staff. That's coming up later on the show, but first today, as we do every day, we'll update you on everything that you may have missed over the last 24 hours in all of Minnesota sports. We already mentioned Liam Robbins is out of the Minnesota basketball program. He's headed to Tennessee and Vanderbilt. Robbins was a transfer from Drake to Minnesota. He now heads over to Vanderbilt, and we talked about it when Robbins left before. This probably made the most sense out of anybody to go into the transfer portal for Minnesota. Uh, Robbins had only played one year with the Gophers. He'd already transferred once. There was nothing for him to lose in transferring again, and he's just taking advantage, as so many other players are, of just this ability to move around. And now he'll be able to have a chance to play in the SEC after leading the Big Ten in blocks last season. He and Vanderbilt will hopefully have a better season next year, or are hoping to have one next year than the Gophers had this year. So, Robin's gone. Minnesota does get a transfer in as well in Sean Sutherland. We'll talk more about him later on. So, uh, again, that's coming up later on in the show. Just put Sutherland off to the side for now as we go through everything else. Again, Dave Thorson and Jason Kemp talked to the media yesterday. We're going to talk about that later in the show as well. And in some other Minnesota news, we do have some big news out of volleyball. Minnesota Volleyball plays the winner of Georgia Tech and Lipsicum tomorrow at 6 p.m. It's the start of the NCAA tournament for the Gophers. They got a first-round bye as the number three overall seed. Minnesota, again, will face off against either the Yellow Jackets of Georgia Tech or go on and face off against Lipsicum at 6 p.m. tomorrow. So put that one on your calendar. And also hiring coming in on the women's basketball side. A lot of focus on who Ben Johnson's going to have come into this staff. But Bailey Helgren now joins the Minnesota women's basketball coaching staff under Lindsey Whalen. She was a former Edina basketball player, if you follow women's basketball down to the high school level. And she'll now join Whalen on her coaching staff to try and, again, have a better season next year than what the Gophers had this year on the women's side as well. Let's look at everything going on in Minnesota sports news right now. We're going to take a quick break and then talk to you about Sean Sutherland, the latest Minnesota Gopher commit to come into the school. We'll also break down Liam Robbins leaving and talk about the media that the assistant coaches for Minnesota had to face yesterday. What did they have to say about their styles? We'll talk about what Dave Thorson had to say about coming back to Minnesota in just a minute too. 
That's all coming up right here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Built Bar is the best way to get your protein every single day with, of course, all the stuff that all the other protein products have. Built Bar is not trying to sell you on being any better than that. The protein's the protein. But Built Bar gets you with the taste that has really everybody's speechless from who I've talked to who's tried it. I'm not a big protein bar guy. I do like Built Bars. I try them just because we talk about them here on the show. But everybody who I've given these things to, they send us some. They say they love it. My mother loves the coconut brownie flavor that they have, and they have so many flavors out there that you're going to be able to find one that kind of fits right into your niche. That's what they're trying to do. They're not going generic with stuff. They want to get real specific so they can find one that really just pins down exactly what you want. So go over to BuiltBar.com, look around and see if you can find a flavor that really sticks out to you. I guarantee you're going to like the way it tastes. It gives you all the stuff that all the other proteins products do with even more, like less than 5 net grams of carbs and sugars and less than 150 calories in some of these bars too. Never more than 200 in any of them. Built Bar has everything that you want out of a protein bar and all the extras too that not everybody else has. So go over to BuiltBar.com, see what they've got, Find something for you, and if you do end up buying some bars, use our promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your order. That's LOCKEDON15 at BuiltBar.com. Go try it out. You got nothing to lose by at least switching up whatever your routine is and getting something that, I'm telling you, tastes better and has everything that you may be already getting from whatever you use now. Built Bar, the place to go for your protein needs. Welcome back into Locked On Golden Gophers. Nate Dickinson with you here as we break down what Dave Thorson and Jason Kemp had to say for Minnesota basketball in front of the press for the first time since they've signed on the dotted lines. Those two talked about everything that they believe in as coaches, and we'll break down what they had to say, mostly talking about Thorson, the Minnesota high school coaching legend returning to the state to join his former player in Ben Johnson. That's coming up in just a minute, but first... Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes every day with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. So let's break down what these two guys had to say. Ben Johnson was there as well alongside Dave Thorson and Jason Kemp. We'll break down Johnson and Thorson mostly. Uh, Kemp had plenty to say, but it wasn't much, uh, honestly, that I think dug into a, a lot of him. It was his relationship with Johnson and all that kind of stuff, but we're going to stay away from him for the most part just because we'll learn more about him later on. I thought we just learned more about Johnson and Thorson in this particular conversation. Uh, but first, let's get to Liam Robbins and get him out of the way. Uh, Robbins sends over to Vanderbilt as a guy who will be playing for his third school in as many years, which, just given the situation, yeah, why not? Normally, we would say, well, this guy has some sort of problems committing to a team or, or finding a gel with other guys. But with the way that the transfer portal has worked, Robbins has just really taken advantage of his opportunities. You can't blame him from going to Minnesota from Drake. That's obviously just a jump up into the Big Ten, an ability to be seen, and an ability to 
be able to play alongside your uncle, who was an assistant coach under Coach Patino. Now his uncle is also going to be signed onto the Vanderbilt staff as well, so that's just kind of a condition for Liam Robbins, I suppose. Like, you know how John Lester would always have David Ross as his catcher on the mound? Apparently Liam Robbins needs his uncle to be an assistant wherever he's going to play basketball, which is fine with me. No problems there. But Robbins at Vanderbilt should be a starter now. He led the block, led the Big Ten in blocks this season. Went from a guy who was coming out of a school in Drake to the Big Ten with the only big question mark being kind of how would he be able to translate to playing big-time college basketball. Now that he's answered all of those questions, there's no question that he should be a plug-in to the starting lineup at Vandy right away. I, again, everything has to happen until next season starts, but... If you're projecting as a Vanderbilt Commodores fan, what's going to be the big players next season? Liam Robbins should be there right away. His uncle, again, will be joining Jerry Stackhouse on that coaching staff, just like he did at Minnesota. It's him doing what he wants to make sure he has his opportunities, just like everybody else has. And Vandy, a team that many people might say is in a similar spot as Minnesota this year, in that... While they didn't win many games, only nine games this season went 3-13 and in the SEC. So it's not like he's going from a rebuilding Minnesota team to one where he's going to have a prosperous time winning games at Vanderbilt. And the best player on the team, Scottie Pippen Jr., just declared for the NBA draft. Maybe he comes back. I don't know enough about that situation. But at least the way it looks right now, you can definitely scratch your head as a Minnesota fan and ask yourself, well... If Liam Robbins was going to leave, that's fine. But why did he choose to go to Vanderbilt, of all places? Why go to a basketball situation, at least, that doesn't seem that much better than what Minnesota has? I don't know. He ended up deciding to leave. Again, Ben Johnson wasn't the guy who recruited him. He's not his coach. So you can't blame him. You can't blame any of these guys. But the collection of having eight guys out, it just it sucks, man. It's just not good. Not fun. And you end up having to ask questions about this Gopher basketball team you're not going to be able to answer until the roster just fills out. But we're going to talk more about that later on. Robbins is gone. Let's talk about assistant coaches. The one thing I know everyone loves to talk about in college basketball. Dave Thorson and Jason Kemp spoke to the media for the first time this week as over the weekend they officially signed on to the coaching staff. It had been known that they were going to get on there for a few days, but now they officially are on the payroll so they can talk to everybody about everything. Well, not everything, as we all know. Recruiting's not in that. But these two guys now were able to get in front of the media, and we learned just a little bit about them. Ben Johnson talked first, then Dave Thorson. Again, we're going to focus on those two guys, really. And Johnson started off, I didn't know he was going to be a part of this. First off, it was nice to hear from him about these two individuals that he hired on. He mentioned when he was asked things that he wanted guys that he already had a relationship with on the staff, which... Obviously, seems like something that would just make sense going through a hiring process, but he, he did bring in guys he's really close to, and Thorson and Kemp echoed those sentiments that these are guys who they've known for a while. Thorson said, hey, no more late-night phone calls, even though there probably will be some, he mentioned, but he, he's just excited to be here, excited to be a part of what Ben Johnson is doing. Uh, he, he also mentioned in the, uh, I'm sorry, losing my focus here, Kenny Poto is who he talked about, or was asked about, I should say. He was asked about just a note here I put on the side. That's why I was off track, because it's so unrelated to what we're talking about. But I made a little note as I was listening through. Uh, Kenny Poto, a guy who 
right now is up in the air as far as if he'll be able to come back or want to come back to Minnesota basketball. It's not sure the situation. Johnson just echoed that Poto still, we don't know what's going to happen with him when someone asked about it. But let's get back to what we were talking about. Uh, Johnson said when he was asked that he got his first options, that he was happy that he was able to go to these guys and have guys in mind who wanted these jobs. And he said nobody said no. That Kemp and Thorson were the two guys that he wanted to hire most. There is a third assistant spot as well that Mike Grimm talked about. And he mentioned as well that he thinks he's close on that third assistant too. So I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that name maybe even by the end of the week. Because Johnson made it seem like he was very close in kind of narrowing down who he wanted to offer that job to. But we'll see about that. But just knowing that he has his first options, at least as he tells the media... And that he got guys who are at least known in Thorson's case as being able to do the things that they want Ben Johnson to do. Obviously, Johnson's all happy. So there wasn't going to be anything where Johnson, of course, said anything negative about any of these guys when talking about his new assistants. But it it was nice to hear from Coach just about his perspective going through the process a little bit and just the conversations that he had. And, of course, good to hear if it is true that uh, he got the guys that he wanted. Moving on to Dave Thorson. Thorson was a guy, again, who was a head coach at De La Salle, where Ben Johnson won multiple state championships for a long, long time. And I think we learned just a little bit about why he's going to be so strong as an assistant coach and as a recruiter, just from what he said here today. First off, Dave Thorson's a guy with a lot of energy. This was a press conference done over Zoom, and that can be something that's really hard for even a guy who is energetic like a P.J. Fleck, to kind of get excited about looking into the camera screen for. But Dave Thorson was able to show his energy and his passion for the game, for Minnesota basketball, for the state of Minnesota, in his time that he talked today. And I think that's something that, obviously, Mark Coyle has looked for in his hires before. I mean, obviously, you don't hire a guy like P.J. Fleck if you don't like the animation. So... It was a nice kind of hire that Ben Johnson obviously loves, that the front office of the university is obviously going to love, and he he showed kind of that kind of personality to go along with the good fit everywhere else too. So that was nice to see. Also, Dave Thorson knows a lot of these people that he's talking to already. Uh, A lot of the media who were asking questions were not saying, hey, nice to meet you. They were saying, hey, nice to see you again. Uh, Again, these guys who are covering the University of Minnesota now were kind of in the same way that Thorson has moved up from high school to college, we move up in the same way. These media people, they get and start out with covering guys like Thorson winning state championships in high schools. And then when they get to college levels, it turns out guys like Thorson sometime follow them around. Or the media, I guess, follows Thorson, really. But <laughs> Thorson was able to relate to people. He knew people in Minnesota. And that was the biggest takeaway I had from this Something he mentioned after that, too, about how when he was at Colorado State, you walk into a gym in Colorado, nobody knows who he was. In Minnesota, people know who Dave Thorson is. People who are into Minnesota basketball know who Dave Thorson is, at least. And he has this kind of a respect as a a bigger-than-life character in the scene of Minnesota basketball. The guy won nine state championships at the high school level. He's regarded as one of the best high school coaches in the history of this state. So for a coach who has been brought in with the high expectations and advertised ability to recruit in this state, 
having this guy as a right-hand man obviously matters. And Thorson echoed those kind of strengths when he was talking this week. Speaking of Ben Johnson, he, he was obviously all positives. Said that he knew Ben was special from the time that he coached him at De La Salle when they were winning state titles. He did talk a bit about recruiting in the state as well. Again, that nobody knows who he is in the Colorado gyms, thinks he's going to be able to do well there. As far as on the court, mentioned that he thinks he's going to be focusing mostly on the defensive side of the ball and the game prep there. He obviously will be doing heavy recruiting too, although he didn't talk about that when he was asked what his role will be exactly within the program day to day. But he, he was really, I think, just focusing on more what he wanted to do on the court. Obviously, he knows he's going to be big involved in the recruiting scene, too. But it's interesting to hear from Thorson just kind of being able to put a voice to this face that if you've been involved in Minnesota basketball for a while, you've known. But if you're someone like me who has only been around covering this team as the Gophers and other high schools around Minnesota for a few years, I didn't know Dave Thorson at least as a voice yet. I knew the name. I knew who he was, but I had not heard from him. He was at Colorado State. There was no reason for me to look him up and listen to the guy talk more. Now that I hear him, I hear the kind of passion that you know Minnesota fans enjoy. Obviously, he has the name recognition in a way that, I again, I, I don't know if there's anybody in the state who would be a better hire for that kind of purpose, for recruiting in Minnesota, than Dave Thorson. As I mentioned, he's kind of a larger-than-life figure in this state's basketball scene. If there was anybody in the state for a Minnesota high school kid to be able to be sold as far as like, hey, you're a Minnesota guy, let's come play Minnesota basketball. I don't know if there's a guy who can sell that better than Dave Thorson. People don't have the success that he's had. When he says something, you listen. Maybe you don't end up going to Minnesota. But you do not brush off when Dave Thorson knocks on your door if you're a Minnesota high school basketball player. You know it. You know who he is. And maybe it doesn't matter as much to the kids right now, but it will matter to their parents if they followed basketball and all when they were younger. It'll matter to the sports junkies who follow Minnesota high school basketball and are also following around in, in the ear of these current high school players. I believe Dave Thorson pulls weight in this state heavy. And he will be able to do so as a recruiter for these Gophers. Nothing he said this week in this presser convinced me of anything otherwise. If anything, it convinced me even more that he's going to be a big strong suit there. Looking forward to seeing what he can do right away. That's a bit of a look at just what we saw out of or heard out of Ben Johnson and Dave Thorson at their opening pressers. Again, Jason Kemp was there too. He talked mainly about just relationships with Ben and his coaching experience before. Didn't get a lot into just like his person personality so we'll learn more about Jason Kemp as the summer continues and gets into the next season I know so I didn't want to waste your time talking about stuff that didn't give you a whole lot of information coming up after our break though we're going to talk about well the Gophers on the court we know the guys who are going to be in the suits on the sideline but now Minnesota has four transfers in as well so we can start to take a look and see what's this lineup going to look like come next winter we'll discuss that in just a minute right here on Locked On Golden Gophers first though now that we give you all the information that you need to know about the Gophers here on Locked On, you can take it and go over to Bet Online to make some money. Bet Online is our place to go for all of our sports betting needs. If you hear a line on the show, it's from betonline.ag. We trust these guys to handle everything we tell you about sports betting, and they're the place that you should be going to. 
It's betonline.ag, the website. And if you go and sign up right now, we'll give you a free bonus code locked on, locked on the code for when you sign up and get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's promo code locked on at betonline.ag, our place to go for all of our sports betting needs. Nate Dickinson back here on Locked On Golden Gophers. We're going to end the program by talking about Sean Sutherland, the latest player to come into the Gopher basketball program through the transfer portal, and also talk about just this roster as a whole now, because with the combination of the players who are still here, the few of them, and the four players who are now committed to coming in for the Gophers next season, we can start to look a little bit like a basketball team here and try to get some analysis as to what this starting lineup might look like without any of the other guys who are going to come in. Because, again, other names will still be floating in for the Gophers. Ben Johnson is not done. We know that right now. But let's talk first about Sutherland. Sean Sutherland, this guy is a player who will be another wing for the Minnesota team. Minnesota's brought in Jamison Battle at six foot seven, Luke Lowy at six foot four, and Elijah Stevens at six foot three. Those are all guys who are either going to be at the top of the key or on the outsides on the perimeter. And Sean Sutherland does not break that trend. Six foot five, 200 pounds. He's a guy who has the kind of size outside to be able to drive in and score, but he is not someone who is a guy who really plays on the outside as much for what his size is, if that makes any sense. Uh, Sean Sutherland, a guy who, again, 6'5", 200 you would think just on paper would be at least a wing, if not a pure guard. Sean Sutherland, though, plays a much more interior game. Averaged 13 points per game last season, but also 7.5 rebounds, which again, at six foot five, is not the kind of number you're expecting. It's like he's like a six foot seven or 8 guy the way that he plays. Sean Sutherland, with all of that, also kind of unfortunately falls into the bigger man stereotype in that he is not the best passer. He has 2.5 assists per game last season, but it was to go with 3.5 turnovers per game as well. And at the same time, he only shot 25% from 3, but that's really a small sample size kind of thing because he only shot one 3 per game. So as far as who Sutherland is as a player, I would describe him as somebody who's going to be able to do a lot well for the Gophers next season. He's going to have a role on this team even if it's just as a scrappy kind of player. But as for his skill set, I don't know if there's anything that he brings to the table that really stands out in any sort of way that any of the other players on this team and transfers don't have, if that makes sense. I didn't word that well. What I'm saying is that Sean Sutherland doesn't do anything more than what the other players who have been brought in for the Gophers already do. Not a knock on him. I'm just saying that his skill set is kind of similar to a guy like a Jamison Battle or a Luke Lowy or even an Elijah Stevens. Like those guys are able to do a lot of the same kind of things that Sutherland does. He's just a little bit more of a bigger presence in that game. He's going to work more inside while those guys are more on the perimeter. So it does give the Gophers a kind of diversity there in skill sets on the course. 
but I don't know if Sutherland's the kind of guy who's going to be able to contribute major, major all the way. Now, that being said, if I were making my starting lineup right now with the guys the Gophers have, I might have to put him in my starting lineup. Because again, that rebounding is big, big for the Gophers right now. And even though he's only 6'5", and I'm sure that number won't stay at seven and a half, eight rebounds per game in the Big Ten, the Gophers are desperate for rebounding the way the roster sits as is. And Sutherland has the ability to, again, be a rebounder and be an interior guy where he, he can just spread the floor with the rest of the way that this starting five is going to look. Minnesota has a lot of outside talent, and Sutherland just fits the kind of puzzle piece more than some other guys do. So he could be in the starting lineup. Another guy from the transfer portal I have in that starting lineup is Jamison Battle. Battle, a guy who scored 17 points per game last season, but the reason I have him here is because out of everybody that Minnesota has, he's the only guy in this transfer portal, and uh, honestly, maybe even on the team, who's proven that he can shoot the three. He was a 35% shooter last season, shot six threes per game, which, after we'll go over everybody else, is the most out of anybody in the transfer portal coming in for sure. And while he's not, again, a kind of guy who's going to be able to do much on the perimeter, he, or I'm sorry, outside, or on the perimeter outside of catch and shoot, he works a lot inside too with 17 points per game, but the five rebounds per game as well. I think that combination of rebounding ability plus three-point shooting ability is two things that Ben Johnson's going to be desperate for, and Jamison Battle fits that spot. If I had to pick a guy who, like right now, out of the four players who are transfers, is most likely, I would say, to be in that starting lineup game one, it would be Jamison Battle, the transfer from George Washington, just because his, again, ability to shoot, ability to rebound, and his 6-7 frame is enough to probably push him into that lineup for me. I don't know what Ben Johnson's thinking, of course. The other guys I have in the starting lineup is Brandon Johnson, hopefully. Brandon Johnson, third leading scorer for Minnesota this season. Right now has his name in the NBA draft lottery. I don't know what he would do if he came back to college, if he would look again to the transfer portal if he decided to come back. I don't believe he's a major NBA prospect for this year's draft, so I would imagine this is more of a testing the waters thing. Come back, see if you want to stay at Minnesota or enter the transfer portal like everybody else. But I don't know if Brandon Johnson's going to be back. If he is, he's a pretty much shoo-in to be one of these starters. The other guys I have pretty much up in the air, which is, again, sad, but also this team doesn't have its full roster yet. But the names I wrote down, Booth Gotch, Trey Williams, Isaiah Enan. There's two spots for those three. Those are the three who, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, maybe they can turn it into being able to be big players on Big Ten teams with what I saw from them last year. But again, it's a fraction of a team still. If I had to put one guy on it, I'd say Booth Gotch for sure, and then either Enan or Trey Williams, depending on what the strategy is as far as size and matchups and stuff every day. But that's at least my starting lineup right now. I don't know if that's something that makes you feel any better about this team going into the offseason, but it's a lineup and it's a roster, which is more than what we had on this team to make up a few days ago. Uh, not too far long ago, Minnesota didn't even have enough players on scholarship to field guys on the court. So it's better, at least. Not great, but getting better. 
We'll talk about it more as the week continues, as I'm sure Ben Johnson will be active in the portal as we continue along here on Locked On Golden Gophers. We'll be back tomorrow with more on everything that happens in Minnesota sports. Until then, Nate Dickinson with Locked On.